Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends Podcast, man. Thank you so much for joining us. If it's your first time, thank you for coming through, man. We appreciate all yeah, the listeners, yeah. new and old, man. So let me get into it. My name is Matt. I'm here with my co-host. My name is Rod, and this is the Friends Podcast. Make sure you check us out. We're streaming everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Also, make sure you check us out on our socials. On the Instagram, it's at the Friends Pod. And we actually got some new platforms we've been expanding to. Um, our social media person been working on TikTok as well as YouTube. So make sure you check out our new posts there as well. Yes, sir. Check us out everywhere we are. And uh, we can go ahead and get into it, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, I've just been listening back to the, um, these episodes, and I say, I think I might have brought this up on the podcast before, but I, f- I feel like I say like, and I say um a lot, I don't know if that's good or bad to listen to, I don't know if the listener's like, man, I'm not trying to hear this nigga just say um and like, and um and like, and um and like. I listen, I listen back a lot, for sure. Anything um, you notice? Sometimes I'd be like, oh, I like this part, this part, I'm a fast forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times the best part be near the end, like the middle to the end. You think so? And then the beginning just be a slow rise. Is it in terms of the content you think or just the energy or both? The, en- the energy. Okay. Okay. Just, I feel like later on is when it's more lighthearted, more um, getting into the cop, to the content, being more comfortable. We joking around, but in the beginning, it's more or less. All right, let's say we'll, what's been going on in our week, and um, let's move on to the first topic, and then just see where it go. But I feel like the rhythm get caught like towards the middle. You know, I kind of noticed that about myself sometimes. Like that's, I feel like that's how I am in conversations. Like it start off slow, but then once it's just like I let my guard down or whatever, then it's just like okay, that's cool. like we can get into the shits now you know what i mean but I, I feel like that might be you know something that i do and that I practice in my conversations i don't know what that is that's why I, sometimes i be feeling like we should just pre-press and play mm-hmm. and just like just start going off and just start talking about topics warming up and then just go into it yeah man let us know what y'all thinking that this should be dry at the beginning and then the, at the end do it get better like kind of give us some feedback i ain't so say can. dry i ain't say all that <laughs> so I mean, what what else would it be? Like, it's not, you know, like it's right. not. So how the week, how your week been going? <laughs> what you, what, you ain't trying to talk about it? <laughs> what? what? How the week been going? You ain't trying to talk, talk about that shit? We just did. And the audience, if they want to know more, um, hit us up and tell us uh, what you want to hear. That's different than what we doing. No, for sure, for sure. Uh, I mean, shit, everything good, you know. Just uh, been chilling as usual. I never have anything interesting to say uh, for the most part. Like, I'm always just, you know, kind of like just, boring? I mean. That's why you got nothing to say? I won't say it's boring, but some other people might think it's boring. But I just like to stay in the career, man. Like, eat some good food. Like, watch things. Oh, the actually, thing is, like, I feel like even if you at the crib and you happy to be at the crib and that's, like, your own personal decision. This should still be good things that you're doing at the crib. For sure. I mean, I, I have fun, you know, by myself just watching shit. Like, I, I just bandaged like two seasons of this show called White Lotus. Like this whole weekend, it was like hour long episodes. It was like 12 or 13 episodes. Like that's all I did. And I was cool with that. Like I'm, I'm fine. 
I've had many nights where I went out and did so much things. So it's like, you know. White Lotus. Yeah, White Lotus is on HBO. It's actually real good. Like, it's really. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was dope. Um, but anyway, so what's going on with you this week? What's, what's been happening? Uh, me this week, I've been doing a lot of couch searching. So actually, today I just got back from a furniture store. And they didn't have that much stuff on display, which I kind of hated. Mm. And some of the stuff that I was looking at online, I was hoping to check out and see. Um, even if they didn't have my color, at least get to see the style of the couch. So when I purchase online, I know what I'm about to buy. That makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah but they, they just had like a lot of basic ass couches. Like they were... They were some of them were comfy, but a lot of them were just firm couches. I, it's one of those type of couches where you gotta break in. I feel like, and then um, they had leather couches, but I don't like the way leather couches look after a while. So I can't do no leather couch. You gotta get like a real high quality leather because it's gonna fade over time. But like you don't want no like that fake, that, that cheap ass leather. Like you need some nice shit. And I hate leather that crack. Yeah, I mean all leather like pretty much. When you have some fat ass that's just sitting in your chair and they just sit in one spot, like that, that leather gonna crack. 100%. But that's why I was like, you gotta make sure you're getting a um, good quality. I've been mostly looking at upholstered and um, like fabric. Yeah, type of fabric, type of material. More than I'm leaning towards. I mean, leather easy to clean though. You know, you just wipe it off, and then you know you got the leather kit, so you got you got to you know put the ointment or whatever the fuck on there. Um, yeah, the it's, it's good in the beginning to me, but for sure. The thing about leather, about couches though, like they, I feel like they got to be firm so they don't get too soft over time. You know what I mean? So it got to start off kind of firm, like kind of like a mattress. You know, that's just my personal preference with the shit though. Um, but anyway, man. So hopefully, hopefully you find a good. With the mattress couch, though. Uh huh. What, what what you go for? I ain't gonna lie, I haven't had a, a new mattress in over ten years. So I don't know. I just have the same mattress I've been having, and it's like pretty firm. Yeah, it's kind of trash to be honest, but I mean, I'd be falling asleep. Man, that's crazy. I get a mattress probably about every year. Yeah, they say you're supposed to replace it like every ten. Not you know, it's been <laughs> ten years, so maybe maybe every two years, but okay, I can see that. I can see that. What, what about you? Like, what you, you need a firm mattress, mattress pad, like all that shit? No, nah, I need soft. I need to feel like I'm sleeping on the cloud. I don't know, but I get, it, it gets sunken in. I mean, maybe because I weigh more than you, but I feel like that shit gets sunken in, like, over over time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, not, not the type of shit that I get. Like, I don't know. I get pillow top shit, or it'd be some type of, type of memory foam or something like that, or. I don't know. It's the, it's the good shit. It ain't nothing that that's just gonna shit cave in. Ain't no springs. It ain't none of that. Yeah, we're not doing springs no more. Yeah, like well, all my mattresses be very comfortable. That's that's one of the things that like if I splurge on anything, I'm gonna splurge on my mattress. Feel that 100. percent Um, how you feel that? You ain't, you ain't bought a mattress in 10 years. Because I wanted one. <laughs> I wanted to buy one, but I'm like, oh, you know, that's a big purchase to me. I don't feel like buying no mattress. I just feel like. I mean, I've had mattress pads that was like hella comfortable, but like I, I just feel like you know I don't I don't want to make that big purchase until I move into a permanent home, so I don't have to carry no big ass mattress. Like my mattress now is a full size, easy to carry, easy to get around. 
Like it's not a mattress um, is not a big purchase. That is, it's like five hundred dollars, man. I'm not trying to spend that I mean, shit. Maybe. But there's definitely a lot of mattress places and little outlets. You can get a, a good mattress for about three fifty, three hundred. Yeah, but like you said, I'm trying to keep that shit for the long term. So I need the, the real high, the high quality shit, the down feather. Yeah, it's going. You can get the high quality shit, three fifty. I'm telling you. Okay, I'm gonna have to check this shit out. I guess we both furniture shopping. It might be. But um, all right, let's go ahead and get into this first topic, man. Um, go ahead and intro that right quick. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and enter this one off with Elizabeth Holmes. Um, as everybody know. She was a worker at Theranos, um, owner. I shouldn't say worker, but I guess she worked as well. Yeah, she founded it. Pretty much everybody knows that she lost her case. And I believe that she's waiting on sentencing right now. And while she's on bail, uh, waiting her sentencing into a course, um go to go to jail or prison whatever mm -hmm. um she got some time back because she got pregnant so the judge um let her have her baby have some time back home Man. just to get that stuff taken care of i i never heard of this shit for real like when the in in our community mm -mm. ain't no time like to to get everything good and set up like months out but Anyways, apparently it's starting uh it's starting to hit. Reality's starting to set in. And she tried booking a one-way ticket to Mexico. So she trying to get the fuck out of here, trying to get out of her sentence, which is already probably gonna be pretty light. I mean it says here it's eleven years. So she was sentenced to eleven <laughs> years in prison. Um for you know, for is she really fraud. gonna serve? Is she really gonna serve eleven? No, there's never eleven. Like, when is this type of shit you gonna get out? Like seven or eight? Yeah, she gonna spend at least five. Yeah, yeah, it could be about five. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, that's the thing. Is like you did all that shit to all these people and defrauded them and lied, saying that your equipment was gonna can help figure out. If I got some type of illness going on with myself, lying to people, putting in all these different stores, people believe in you. And the whole time, your equipment couldn't do what you promised. So now you're upset with the time? Is that what it was? Because right here it says she committed wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire frauds. I don't know. I don't know about the company. I remember hearing this story. I don't know exactly if the company worked and did what it was supposed to do. It was valued at nine billion at one point, so I don't know. Yeah, that that was the thing with um, her company, mm, and okay. that went down. It wasn't just her; it was her um, her spouse or whoever at the time. Her ex, he was also part of the company. One of the CEOs who going through his case and being trialed. So he's gonna he's going down too. So it was both of them. Fuck both of them, to be honest. So it looks it like this is what happened, right? So I guess the court case was coming up, and like Rise said, like she was like, "All right, well, let me book this ticket to Mexico." Like, you know, she was trying to get the fuck out of the U.S. and like just kind of try to dip out. But they caught on. They contacted her lawyers, right? And so she wasn't able to, you know, go and go to Mexico. But 
she she was trying to make excuses talking about like oh you know i was just trying to go to my friend's wedding i thought i was going to be able to go to my friend's wedding you know type of shit like that and I, I guess my main question is like all right is this a race thing or is this a class thing because if her company is valued at nine billion she got to have some type of money so is it a class thing or, or a race thing like how you feel about that I think it's uh, just privilege. It's white privilege at its finest. Because the fact that she's out and able to have her baby and await her sentence, she has a lot of privilege. Um, the fact that she has this brand new home, a lot of money, and all the people that she defrauded and took their and took money from and how she built her wealth is disgusting. And to the court system, how can you look at someone like that and give them that opportunity? Or think they're more deserving than anyone else that you say is undeserving? It's just I don't get it. I think we know how the court system works. It don't work, <laughs> you know court system do not work as it should so it's like you know i I don't i'm not really surprised about these things at this point go ahead but when i was looking at this that's not even what i was trying to get into it's just like in general someone's trying to flee the country and why is it that person immediately thrown in jail that's a good point. They're a flight risk at that point, you know. She's still not in jail. She was she was ordered to go in on April twenty seventh and turn herself in. Yeah. But, Anyone um, else, like if they seen that or anything like that, you're immediately in the cell. It's over. Like they'd be like, Yeah, you just gotta come in now. Yeah. Like is you a flight risk now, so like we can't even we don't know if tomorrow you're gonna try the same thing. We don't know if you're gonna try to lay low. Go to a, a, a hurricane bunker or something. Exactly. Like, like this criminals like can go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like supposed to be good faith with the court that she's gonna do what she's supposed to do. And he's giving her good faith that like you get everything settled so you can do your time for years. But you thought you can go on a trip to go to Mexico to a wedding? It's like what what you think? You're a criminal. It's unbelievable to me that, that like someone like that, who's the scum of the earth, can feel like they can just go take a vacation. It's crazy, and it's it's interesting because um, so her partner William Evans actually did go to Mexico. He had a one way ticket, so I'm assuming he if he had a one way ticket, she probably would have had a one way too. So I mean, what does that mean? One way means it means that he's not a criminal and she is. No, it means that she wasn't planning on coming back. They both had the same ticket for the same same schedule date. So like they weren't gonna come back. They talking about, oh, I just wanted to go visit, you know, go go to my friend's wedding. Like, come on, man. And um, I don't know if it is it is it really privileged though. Like I wanna I wanna challenge you on that. Like, is it really a privileged thing or is it just because she got money? Cause I feel like or you know what, let me let me say this though. So classism. But yeah, but let me let me let me frame it in this way though, because okay, so wire fraud and conspiracy to com- commit wire fraud. I mean, for if if she was a murderer, if she was a robber, they would be like, well, I guess wire fraud is kind of robbery, but they would be like, okay, we want to get this person in so they can't commit any more crimes of the same nature, right? So you don't want a murderer continuing to murder people. You don't want somebody robbing continuing to robbing people, right? So is that is that why we seeing the leniency? Because what about the Ricos? What about them? 
what we've been seeing, they tell people to go in the cell and uh, they're asking their lawyers to continuously appeal the decision and try to get them a bail. Like with Ghana or Yenthug, we, we saw how that played out. They continually said, no, they're a risk. But all of a sudden, when it's this white woman who defrauded millions of people, and they see that she's buying flights out of the country, it's no type of thought of, hey, she's a risk. Enough to, to keep them inside. Like, you see how she's outside fighting. They're inside trying to fight out. I don't get That's that. the difference. So, I mean, we, we see how that shit going. No, I really don't get it. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm just trying to see from their perspective, like from the justice system perspective, like why would they just let this shit just go by the wayside and not like her? Like, because if she got sentenced in January of 2022, why is she ordered to be like April 27th to January, tw- like January to April? That's three months of just being free. Like that don't make no, that don't, that don't make sense to me. <laughs> like I, I don't get it. You know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not the biggest justice system and know all the rules and shit like that. But it, that just don't seem right that she's not currently, like, having her baby. Like, you know how many people have their babies in prison? Like, come on, man. Like, it's really some bullshit. But, you know, that's that's the nature of America. That's where we at. Man, I know, I know what we need to do. Okay, what's that? We need to start like letting AI and robots decide everything for us. So everything is just like a a clean line across the board. Like there's no bias, no nothing. It's just automatically programmed. Hey, you got this time. This is what you deserve. Let me tell you why I disagree though. Is because. So in order for AI to start deciding shit for us, I guess we could just start it with a blank slate. But you also have to give input on, you know, the past judgments, past justice system, you know, the way that they work. And so if we already saying the justice system fucked up, then the information that's going to be inputted into the AI is going to be fucked up, too. So I don't really see that being a, 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 a solution <laughs> because it's already going to start off with fucked up information. You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess, because the justice system has is open to human error, and like these judges be making errors, these lawyers don't be as good as they need to be. That's that's really the problem with it. It's just like it's not clear consensus of how you're giving out time. To me, that's that's one of the biggest issues. It's it's not that like, of course, these people did the crime, so I'm I'm with the idea that there should be some punishment. I'm also with the idea that your first offense shouldn't be an offense that has time. Nonviolent offenses shouldn't be something that you deserve necessarily time for. But once it gets to your second offenses of these very hasty crimes or even your first offense of a very violent crime, those deserve automatic time. Like I, But when the problem with me is how much time is given to people. And it's always like in the books, there's always a big range. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, for this particular crime, you can get seven to 15 years or you can get 10 to 25 or like it's that very like wide range. 
that creates a lot of bias between your judges that I have an issue with. Like, it shouldn't be that big of a range. And then, like, so darker-skinned people are getting that the end range or the worst punishment compared to the counterparts. And that's the problem that I have with it, which I feel like a particular AI or uh, very more across the board, if you do this, you get this, it's... It's more straightforward. It's not. It's not no bias in it to me. But then, what information are we gonna put into the AI that's gonna make them make the right decisions? Because if it's already fucked up, what decisions is it gonna make based off of what's already been made? So if you're saying the, the decisions been made is already bad, then what's the AI gonna do? It's gonna continue to make similar type of decisions. It's, you know what I mean? Because the bias is already there. So I don't know. I'm, not, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean. Of course, you can think of the movies and think the AI means that they're going to do the worst possible outcome, but it might not be that way. I'll be interested to know, um, like, where did these ranges come from? Like, how do we get 10 to 25 and you can go anywhere between that? Like, why is there not just, and we talked about this before, like, why is there not just a set? Like, okay, if it's this, do this time. If it's this, do, do this time. Like, I would be interested to know, like, where those ranges came from, how far back they go. That's that's a very interesting question that I don't hear many people talk about, because yeah, it's just that's a crazy ass range. We started talking about five years to ten years. It's like that's a long time to somebody. A year is a long time. Yeah, it's like that can really fuck up somebody. Saying five years to ten years, and like I don't know that like who's who is setting that like. When they put this in a book. I don't know. It got to be from back in the day. It got to be. All right. Well, let's just wrap it up there. I think, um, you know, because I want to talk about this other topic that we have here, which is kind of in a similar vein where somebody else is kind of scamming too a little bit. And um, so if you didn't know, so there was a, a, a high school student, quote unquote, that was found in Dallas. And um, so apparently he. Yeah, it's not like a new. It's not a new story, by the way. It's, it's a not. few years. It's few years old. Yeah, it is. So it happened in like 2018, but I just they're just kind of repurposing it for right now, I guess. But mm-hmm. so it was a dude that was 25, right? So he was already playing in college, and he was already had played in college and had been playing basketball a lot. But he um he <laughs> oh, had came he had came to Dallas to a Dallas school, and he was like, "Hey, I'm 17. You know what I mean? I, I'm displaced because of the hurricane. I don't got no documents with me." Um, and it just kind of is what it is. So now I <laughs> can I can I get enrolled in this school? So they was like, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. You know what I mean? So they enrolled him in the school, right? And yeah, he, he playing. It was at Hillcrest High. Hillcrest High in Dallas, yes, sir. Um, yeah, it says twenty five year old was trying to live his glory days, and he was playing against basketball teams in high school. As a 25-year-old man, and he was doing this for nine months, so the whole charade went on for for um, nine months and stuff like that. And they found him. They was like, you know what? I guess a guy that he had played for before in a college, you know, college setting was like, don't I know you? You know, he was just looking at him like, hey, I've seen this guy before. Like, he's played at a higher level in high school. Like, why is he playing in high school, right? And, um, yeah, they they caught him, man. And um, He was hating. 
I guess he was hating, but I feel like I, I kind of respect the dude that was, that, that kind of called him out because that's that's like some real stand up shit, and I feel like that's really if you love the game, that you don't want to see no like unfair unfair circumstances where a dude 25 trying to bust 20, a 17 year old ass like that's <laughs> that's just kind of weak to me younger than that he's literally busting like 14 year olds ass 15 16 like i graduated when i was 17 so he was busting them little niggas ass like he was the star on the team big minutes if he wasn't then he's really garbage but but if he was playing in college or some type of college setting, he had to be, you know, some type of dope. But he was going to classes like every day, like as a student. He was a 17-year-old freshman, so I guess he came in. I guess they couldn't find his documents. So it was like, all right, we're gonna start you back at, start you back at, you know, where you started at. I guess I don't know. 17-year-old um, freshman. He had a 14-year-old girlfriend. Now mm, keep in mind. Wow. This is a 25-year-old man we're talking about here, right? And, he got um, himself a girlfriend. A girlfriend, 14 years old. And um, I don't know, man. This is just like, you know, this is the highest level of scamming. Like, this is really, for nine months this went on. You know what I mean? I just kind of went discussing, just kind of see, like, it's really what's, not. What's, what 25-year-old dude gets a 14-year-old girlfriend? A sick one. <laughs> Ain't much to say past that. Like, you got to be a sick individual for, I mean, it's already sick enough to to pose as a seventeen year old, as a twenty five year old, because you a grown man, right? But like to get a fourteen, why you ain't even like he he was definitely definitely busting it down or using a finger. No, 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 no. I mean, they said in the article it says that they had no sexual contact at all, which I'm I'm glad to hear that. I don't believe it. I'm I'm hoping that's what it is. Any any high school uh couple, like. You gonna have some type of sexual type of if you if you boyfriend and girlfriend like something's gonna happen like for that to happen like you're, you're at least kissing you're you're like there's something that like for you to say boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would think, but I'm I'm just hoping that this article is 100 percent accurate and, and never happened. No, I'm, I'm just saying like when I was in high school, like when you was in high school, that's how that's how you was doing it. But I'm no, but I'm saying though, like I'm saying that. I'm just hoping and praying that this is actually true that nothing happened. Like I'm in high school. I mean, I wasn't really thinking. Remember, in middle school, I wasn't really thinking about that. Even I mean, I was, but it was. I wasn't taking no action towards like <laughs> any type of you know sexual contact and shit like that. But in high school, of course. So it's like I understand where you're coming from. Where it's like, oh, I mean, if you're in high school, like you're you're doing this right. But at the same time. I'm just hoping it's not true. I'm hoping it's not true, man. Because um, that's that's egregious type shit. And um, I don't know. Do you have anything like what 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 struck this story is like? You want to talk about this now? Like what what kind of made you be like, damn? Like I want to bring this up today. When I saw it, I just thought it was funny. A 25 year old going back to high school, saying he a freshman, and he was going to practices, going to classes had friends and li really living a life outside of school as this um, homeless kid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like you fooled everyone from the students to the, to the staff, the teachers. And you became this star athlete in high school. 
so it's not you're not even trying to keep a low cover. Like you went there to become like a star, not thinking that that will get attention. Like it just does. It's like it just like how 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 dumb can you be though? Like if you're gonna go back, like why would you bring a bunch of attention to yourself knowing that you were in the wrong? I'm 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 confused. He he played he played college basketball at Dallas Christian College. He didn't even try to switch cities. He didn't even try to switch cities. So yeah, he's not trying to stay low. And I I don't understand why he would do this type of shit. Like, I don't I don't get it. It just sounded dumb. That that's why like I wanted to point this story because I'm like this person really thought he can get away with this. Man. Like, who are you fooling? And he was trying to take it four years because he was talking about I'm a 17-year-old freshman, so he would have been 21, quote-unquote, by the time he graduated. So, like, I don't know, man. He I was just he trying to get, like, a full ride of uh, college, right, like, right after at least, play for the college team. Shit, I don't know, man. See where That's it go. Shit. Like, yeah. I really, I really don't even know. I don't know what mindset he was in. I don't want to say what I want to say because people gonna get offended. But I feel like he's not all the way there. Uh, but it, it can't be like you can't be all the way there if you like. All right, I'm about to just go back. I'm 25. Let me go be a 17 year old freshman and, and get a 14 year old girl. Like you, you really dropping 20 year, 20 points on like high, like 14, 15 year olds, thinking like you're not gonna get any attention. Right. Exactly. So. Like you going hard, like you going your full, like as best you can play against some fourteen year olds, and you play college ball. <laughs> Man, you know how his coach must have felt. Like his coach had to piss so much time and be like, "You about to be something." Like, and then they find out that you twenty five. Man, it's really it's really some sick shit to be honest. And I'm taking a look at his pictures. Like he looked like he could be 17, though, for real. Like if it's a picture of him playing at he at did school. though. Like he literally looked like he could be 17. So it's like I don't think anybody really would have caught on. Like he just got a, a young ass face, you know. Yeah, he got a real clean cut. Like yeah, like man, it's, it's really some sick shit. He played it off well. Yeah, he did. But like you said, he really wasn't low though. If he if he kept it in the same city, like I mean even. Even looking at this picture here, he's like jumping, trying to jump over a kid. Yeah. Like with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And man. the ball's like in his hand, like he's trying to go for a dunk or some shit. It's like, how low is you really trying to keep this shit, bro? Like you was, <laughs> like you wanted that bucket. I mean. And you want me to believe that you was a, like you was a star. And you had a 14 year old girlfriend and she wasn't doing anything sexual. Come on now. Maybe he knew that's the line he couldn't cross though. Maybe he was he he had enough sense to know like, all right, I'm gonna get this girlfriend to fit in, but I'm not gonna. Nah. I, I hope so. I really hope so. Ain't, ain't no way you're a star athlete and getting no play, and like and all around and all around like your your teammates and like and they all talking and like and you the star player. No, like he was nasty. Like that. That's why it's like it's real gross. Whatever he said, what it, he had to pay that girl off. Like I bet, because like there's no way. I'm just kind of curious to know what's the like what's the punishment. I don't see anything in this article about punishment, so I'm hoping oh, that he got he got he got a punishment. Okay, speak on it. It was an article later on, but I didn't uh, pull that up. 
Okay, okay. Let me see if I can find that real quick. So it looks like he was booked. He was booked into the Dallas County Jail. I looked him up. Okay, okay. This is Hillcrest High and Positive Who Grope 14 Year Old Girl. Grope? Oh, man. That don't sound good. He was uh, plea pleaded Tuesday. Oh, this was in 2019. He pleaded guilty Tuesday to a third degree felony charge of indecency with a child and three counts of tampering. <sighs> Same guy. What I was just saying. You're right. Yeah. So he really, he really didn't have to do that though. Like he did that shit because he a nasty type of nigga. Like that's just disgusting. He just one of them type of niggas. But if he would have just had the tampering shit, where he was just like, all right, I'm just gonna play with these nah, kids, I mean, you know. So you were just trying to get him bail, right? Me? Yeah. Am I trying to shoot him bail? No. Yeah. I'm not trying to shoot him bail. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to say like he didn't have to do. He didn't have to grope her. Like he didn't even have to get a girlfriend. If he knew he was overage and he knew he could possibly Grope. get caught, like he didn't have Grope. to. Oh, okay. That's what they say. That's what they say. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so a lot of girls might not even be... I don't even want to talk about this shit. It's, <laughs> I'm too old to be talking about high school relationships and things like that. He like, too old. That's the problem. He too old. That's what I'm saying. He shouldn't be out there. Like that's the, He should be thinking the same way. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, had, I knew somebody in high school that was doing that nasty type of shit. Like, he was... Oh my God! Yeah. Let's talk about that. Those, those, those college or like those people, those people who already graduated. He used to come to the high school. And used to hit on them. Nope, that's not that's not the situation. So, oh, I had one in my school. Like For he real? was. Yeah, it was this girl who was like maybe I think senior, junior year, whatever. But he was at least like. 20, I think they said like 23 or something like that. 22 or something like, like he, he was, he was older and she was like 17 in high school. And he used to come to school to pick her up and used to come to the like events. It was, it was nasty. It, it was a lot of like older dudes just like dirty macking on the, the high school kids. That should be going on forever though. Yeah. It's just some nasty type of shit though, to be honest. Like, that's what they said Robert, you know, R. Kelly used to do. Go up to that McDonald's up in Chicago and kind of try to mack on the young little girls and shit. So I guess it's just, a, you know, a pastime for these nasty niggas, man. Like, this is what it is, you know. And um, I don't know. I don't have too much to say about it because I'm uncomfortable now talking <laughs> talk about the, the the sexual assault and shit. Like, that's just disgusting to me. So I don't know. But my situation... um. We was kicking it one day. I was 18. I'm pretty sure he was older than me. He might have been 19. We was kicking it after graduation of high school. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, run me over to this chick house right quick. I was like, all right, cool, cool. I ain't know nothing about her. He was how old? 18? Me? Actually, I might have been 17, to be honest, because I had just graduated high so, school. So, oh, you just graduated? Okay. Yeah, but he graduated with me. So, like, he had to be at least 17. Oh, okay, so, like, around the same age? No, he was older than me, though. You You just graduated, though? Yeah, so we we was kicking it one day. He was like, "Yo, run me over here to this this, this chick house." I was like, "All right, cool." I ain't know nothing about her. That's what's up though. Like, you, I, I would do the same thing. Nah, it ain't what's up with you. <laughs> well, uh, drop me off at this girl, chick, chick girl. Well, yeah, I got you. No, I mean, yeah, it, it sounds good before you know what happened next, though. Okay, what happened? So we ran over there. It was actually me and like a couple of homies. So we just um, we we dropped them off right quick. But we waited in the uh, in the driveway, 
you know what I mean? Because um, I don't know. He was just going to go in and out and just kind of kick it with her real quick, whatever he was going to do. So he was like, all right, boom, we're just going to wait here. You know what I'm saying? Go do your little thing. When he, get, when he goes in, my other homie was like, do you know what this nigga doing right now? I'm like, what you mean? Like, what's, I thought shit was cool. Like, <laughs> I thought everything was good. He was like, that's an eighth grader in there, bro. I'm like, an eighth grader? An eighth grader. A high school graduate with the eighth grader is like is some of the sickest shit I've ever heard they, in my they life. They have that too. I've seen that too. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. And I played a part in it because I took that nigga over there, not knowing what situation I was getting in. But what you do? What you do after that, though? I don't know. That's what I was th- trying to think. I can't remember after that. Like if I just you left. Chose the eighth grader, and then you just like waited for him. I, th- I want to say I might have still waited for him, and then I might have scolded that nigga when he got back in the car. Like, man, what type of time is you on, man? Like, that's fucking disgusting. Like, that's that's some of the grossest shit I've, I've ever seen. Like, we was fresh out of graduation. He was just like, all right, guess I got to go over here. Like, all right, cool, cool. But, yeah, a lot of nasty shit going on around these parts. Uh, but, yeah, let's get into... Uh... But if, if you want to play devil's advocate, though... No, ain't no devil's advocate. Ain't no devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could you could try. Go ahead. There is thirty year old man and forty year old man talking to thirty year old woman. That's not devil's advocate. That's a totally different situation. When did he meet her? Did he meet her when he was thirty? When she was thirty and he was forty? That's the thing. I, I don't agree with it either. That shit is nasty. Like exactly. Like <laughs> uh, I can't even play it because like I don't understand it either. It don't make sense. Because obviously that that kid's mind. Like that exactly how I said it. it's a kid's mind. Yeah. Like they don't have enough common sense or understanding, and a lot of at times I feel like something's probably going on at home. Um. They need. They're getting something from this older male. Um. That's filling some type of void that they feel needs to be filled. So I, I feel like there's more, there's probably more bigger problems than than that. I mean, also the the dude's nasty for taking advantage of those insecurities. Hundred percent. To make it even worse, though, he was a black man. And there was a little white girl. I was like, you trying to get lynched out here? Like you're you're really crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> like, what he, is going he definitely, on? He definitely went over there. I had dinner with them. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and get into this next topic. And this one I had saw because it's pretty scary in this in this day and age, really. Everybody know Russia and Ukraine is at war right now. In this article, uh, the title of it was "Putin Ally Warns NATO of Nuclear War if Russia is Defeated in Ukraine." And that's that's real scary because the damage that a um, a nuclear a nuclear bomb could do to um, a city, um, the long-lasting effects on the um, the country itself, all the people and, and lives that are going to be put at risk if they were to throw out a nuclear bomb because then that means a bunch more other countries will have to, in return, um, it, it probably would start the next world war, in, in my opinion. Right, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it would. Um, I don't know exactly how. I mean, it seems like they're gonna be some sore losers if they actually lose, but we don't know who's even up right now. To be honest, I mean, because the information that we get, you know, from Russia, we're not gonna get no real information about what's going on for real. 
they don't even tell their own people the real information so really the only information we have is ukraine and that's a one-sided story as well so it's kind of hard and we only to, got the information that we get from the u.s too exactly right so i mean yeah that's another another layer right there so i don't even know who's up right now but i mean in terms of nuclear war i mean i mean the story from now um from Biden in our perspective it seemed like ukraine's doing well um they're holding them back we're sending them a lot of money um they need continued support i see down here um lower in the article they were talking about tanks that are be sent that are being sent from uh france i know you were speaking of some tanks that are be sending from the u.s u.s germany poland um there's gonna be a lot of tanks that's gonna be going over there but um you know i don't know if that's gonna change what we think is gonna change i mean it'll be good to have some artillery for them you know some type of you know some what do you think they need you think it's just manpower people in general or yeah probably just manpower because we send, we, I feel like we've been sending a lot of money. And um, obviously other countries are sending a lot of money and and tanks and equipment. But we don't really know what's going on. It's like, there has to be a reason why Biden, every couple months, there's a story coming out about him giving pretty much Ukraine another blank check. Like, it, it, it's, it's real odd. I say this all the time. Like, we, if we want to be... The greatest country in the world, the U.S. specifically, if we want to be the greatest country in the world, we want to be touted as that, then we got to we got to help where where it's needed. So we have to send that money. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel about it. I mean, if we want to tout ourselves as the greatest country. So, you know, it, we might look at it and be like, damn, he's sending another 40 some billion or are, are they sending more tanks, more artillery, more, you know, weapons and things like that. But I mean, we, if we're that world power, like we kind of have to stick up for the for the little guy you know you know but um I, I don't know i think what what ukraine needs is a cease and desist or a ceasefire like that's what they need because at this point like putin is not stopping until he gets that w and as you said if he gets to l then all hell will break loose i mean at least that's what his deputy chairman of russia um security council is saying dmitry medvedev so why would he say that though? Why why would he say that? Let, let's break it down. Like why would somebody why would somebody that's you know in Russia like somebody that's in the in the he's government a spokesman there, uh, for Russia. Yeah, but why would he say that though? I mean, obviously, I would at least obviously to me, I would believe that he had conversation with uh, Putin himself. Um, it seemed like he has direct communication. He is the deputy chairman of Russia their security council. So he's very privy and how escalation and how this war is going. So if it, I'm, I'm thinking like if he's saying it and for him to say it on this interview and this interview happened at uh, Gorky State Residence, uh, which is outside of uh, Moscow. And if, if he's saying this, I'm believing that Putin probably said this to him as well, saying, if it gets to that point, hey, we're gonna have to pull the pull the lever then, because as a country, we're not gonna face that loss. Because already Putin, um, he doesn't like to lose, and for Russia, 
they thought this was going to be a quick victory. Um, they thought within a month they, they was going to take him over and the world was just going to uh, agree with it and just say, hey, it is what it is. But we've been seeing a lot of the ramifications uh, behind their decisions from the taxes, inflations, uh, products being shipped back and forth and the cost. I mean, we even see some of those damages here in the U.S. right now because of what's happening there in terms of mm-hmm. gas prices um, and, and a lot of things that used to be a big export from out there. Mainly, it was the oil, so to say. So, Yeah, that's why we saw that spike in the, in the gas prices. But, I mean, what I'm asking is, like, why would he... When I ask why would he say this, I'm asking, is he serious? Like, is he dead ass or is he trying to scare people? Or is he just trying to throw the bait out there just to see how people re- will react? Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out because I feel like everything they do is very calculated. So, for them to just for him to say this, and this is not the first time I've heard somebody, a, Rus- a Russian official, say something of, of this nature, you know, around this Ukraine time. Like, so I, I just want to see like, is it real? Like, is this really something that he's hearing from Putin? Is he trying to scare niggas? I honestly, I, I don't know. Um, but to me, I think that. Um, I mean, yeah. they believe, I mean, from what I've read, Putin, he believed the U.S. is actually, they're, we're fighting them in this war with uh, Ukraine. He believed that we're like one of those outside parties indirectly fighting, fighting them. Um, we are. And we're just, we're just doing it there strategically. You, you said you believe we are? Or do you believe that we're just helping a country that we have ties to? We are. I mean, it's, it's when you involve yourself in this type of shit, like if somebody jumping, okay, if, if it's a one on one and somebody jump in, that's you fighting them now. <laughs> like that's two, that's two on one. Poland jump in, that's three on one. Germany jump in, that's four on one. And now it seems like well, that's it's the thing. NATO. It's like indirectly jumping in. Like this is how I think about it. Like in your explanation, it's the nigga that's um, instigating this shit from the outside. That's kind of how I see like the U.S. Like it's two niggas fighting the U.S. saying. Oh, you gonna take that? Like you ain't get up, fight back. I, I mean, you could say that, but I feel like there's a little bit more than instigation. I mean, it is instigation when you funding it. Cause we're not giving soldiers. We're just like we're just giving weapons, saying fight back. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it could be an instigation, but at the same time, like you know, he already had a problem with NATO with with um, Ukraine trying to. Putin already had a problem, and Russia already had a problem with. Ukraine already trying to join NATO and it seems like all the NATO nations are like okay let's band around let's go ahead and put these you know put money into this so you know Ukraine doesn't lose so I think it's just like okay it's Russia against NATO now you know what I mean that's that's just kind of how I'm looking at it because it seems like we instigating you know that's that's what it is I'm not saying that we shouldn't I'm not saying that we shouldn't try to stop you know war from happening because war is a loss to you know all people you know what I mean? But at the same time, like, we have to, if Putin going to be on his high horse and going to be doing this, this type of shit, like, we got to. I just would, like, hate a war war to start over Ukraine, though. Like, I mean, that's just, like, maybe I'm being selfish a little bit. I might be, because I just, I wouldn't want to see any of my family and, like, people here, like, friends going, end up getting drafted, because everybody know that is a possibility. Um, I, for Ukraine though, 
Like, is that what we, is that what I'm going to risk my life over? Is that something I really want to fight for? Something that's not like a direct hit on our soil? It's not. I mean, I don't really know. I don't really know too much about Ukraine. Um, so I can't say like, oh, this crazy that it's going to start over Ukraine. You know? So I, I, don't I mean, know. That's a, it's even like we saying it like that. It's like, I think about it. I'm like, I'm talking about a whole fucking country of people. Yeah. Like people that's really just trying to live their life and like really just be, really exist. <laughs> like that's all they're trying to do is live their life. You know, I don't know. They're exactly. probably racist out there anyway, though. So they chill like we are. Like, well, they was. Yeah, like, not no more. Yeah, they, they not on chill. They on high alert. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Especially like, when Putin say shit like that, like I'd be, <laughs> I'd be shitting bricks if I was like living in Ukraine. Yeah. And. And a crazy-ass dude like that t- saying, hey, I might just nuke your shit. Like, man, that's man. insane. Yeah, so that's what's going on, man. I think that, um, and I, you know, we all, we all know what Putin is capable of, you know, just based off what we've seen in the last year and some change. So it's like, I, I don't know. Hopefully it don't be no nukes. They say he's really sick. Um, He got cancer. I mean, they say that. At least that's the word. They say that. I don't know what to trust. I need to see the the paperwork. And even if he does have cancer. We ain't never going to see it, but I'm just saying. Never. But I, I think it can be some truth behind it, actually. He always, he do be looking pale a lot. I mean, they don't get no sun in Russia, probably. Like, that's probably what it is, to be honest. I don't know. But honestly, I don't know. I just want this shit to end, man. War is not the answer. Like, I think we done, we figured that out from World War One and Two and all the other wars. Like I guess the Civil War kind of, you know, at least slavery ended because the Civil War kind of, sort of. Somebody way. wins in war. I mean, there's money in war. We know that. Yeah. So somebody's winning, but to me, I just don't. I don't have the same type of like feeling of, of like, man, I wanna risk my life for a country that just just on a whim like that just like send me send me up like back in the day you just send you a postcard and say hey get ready to pack up in a couple days like i I just couldn't imagine that i ain't gonna lie i'd rather just off myself before going to war for for the u.s fuck that shit i'm not doing it because it's like it's nothing you could do either you going to jail or you going to war like yeah, you're going to jail, you're going to war, you're going to die, or you're going to be ostracized from uh, from society. So, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just trying to figure out, like, it's not... I, based on what you said, though, I'm kind of thinking about it deeper. Like, damn, this really is over Ukraine just because Putin wants to, you know, have him under... Have Ukraine under his thumb. Like, it really is. That's what this is. You know what I mean? It's just like, this is some bullshit. Like, just let the motherfuckers be... Let the motherfuckers live, man. It's really some bullshit. I don't know my history is completely correct here, but he just really trying to recreate the Soviet Union and like there because they had power over that area before. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So he's just it's trying true. to grain that back. All right. Go ahead then. Like that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> like that's all I'm saying. It don't got shit to do with me. I don't know if our tax I feel like dollars. That's a, I, I feel like that's the same way Putin kind of looks at it in the in the he looks at the rest of the world like. Why are y'all getting in this? Like, this could have been over and I would have been already finished this shit, like, real quick. Right. 
I mean, that's how a sick nigga would look at it, though. Like, you got to be a sick person and be like, I'm really just trying to take this country over. Why is y'all jumping in? Because you're trying to take them over. And kill Zelensky. Like, that's all I'm trying to do. Yeah, I'm trying like, to just have his hand on the stake. Like, and, t- and just, like, literally, like, a, a whole country takeover. I'm just acting like shit cool. So, I don't know, man. Like, honestly, I ain't, I ain't even going to say fuck him because I don't know what they could do to us from all the way over there. There's so they many might. countries though that like that do that shit over the years, like just stealing land and space and taking. So it's just like, yeah. Now we really mad at them for doing it, like shit that's been going on for years. It's just interesting because this is the time that we living in. Like we probably didn't expect no shit like this to happen in our lifetime, but that's literally what they're trying to do. So it's like I think that's why it's so jarring because like damn, we ain't even we heard these stories in history classes and. Things like that, but it's like this is really happening. Yeah, this generation is soft. This generation, not like the last one. Why you say that? I'm saying that because, like, think about all the words that they got for different kind of people. Um, like, white people can be black. You can be a woman if you want. You can. You can't say big or fat. You can't say too. You can't say f. I don't even want to say it. Like the f word. Yeah, you can't people. say that. Yeah, you can't say that. Like you can't say midget. You can't. You can't do none of that. Like, like there's just so many sensitivity, like training and words, like that you have to talk to everyone. Like I, I saw, like recently, like someone was like this white lady. She was like saying obese. It's like saying the N-word for black people. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Oh, yeah. And she was dead ass. Like, everybody was saying, like, nah, it's not. That's a medical term. Yeah, but overall, I mean, we're not getting into that right now, but I'm just saying, I, that's why I said this generation or generations, like, after our parents and things like that just seem a bit more soft and sensitive. I mean, that could be a good thing, though. I mean, that could be more mentally aware. I don't... I- I disagree because I hate when people be like, man, we can't say nothing these days. Like, shut up. <laughs> you just want to say the F word. You just want to say the N word. Like, you just want to say things that's problematic. You know it's, you know it's wrong to say. Like, you don't have to say these things. You know what I mean? But I think that, yeah, that's she She jumped out the window with that obese shit. Like, that's not, that's a medical term. You know, you could, but it's, you know, one of my favorite sayings, though, is it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So you can say obese, like, Oh, you know, like, damn, she obese as hell. Like, that's that's different by just, you know, talking about it in a medical sense. So it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So let's just leave that right there. Um, oh, no, I feel like they both the same. In my opinion. Like, in that, in, in that case, if someone was to say, damn, you obese as hell, and a doctor to say you obese, to me, that's saying the same damn thing. No, it's not though. It's not what you say is how you say it. You said as hell. The doctor didn't say as hell. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like as I, hell. I don't mean. know. It's not the same thing with nigga, like if a black person say, Oh yeah, my nigga. And like yeah. nigga, like I don't I don't I don't view it that, that way. Like if someone say you fat, like yeah, that's a that's a scientific thing. Nigga is like, a different animal because we know how what how did obese start and how did nigga start? Obese is a medical term. Nigga started as a term of, um, you know, a, a disrespectful term, a, a slur. 
you know, it's, it's two different starts to it. So how it's used is different. You know what I mean? So nigga from a white person not going to be the same as nigga from a black person. It don't, it don't really matter how they try to say it, you know? So Yeah, she was tripping, for sure. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. She was on some type of shit that day. But um, all right, let's uh, let's wrap this up and let's get into love and hate. So this game, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, you should be familiar. If you're not, I'll give you a quick synopsis. So we talk about three singles, you know, each, and we kind of talk about do we love it, do we hate it, um, kind of give like a little short review of it. So I guess we can go ahead and get into that, how we get into it. So first, uh, let me go ahead and bring this first one up for you. So let's see. The first one I got for you right now is uh, let's talk about Pinto by Bodie James and the Alchemist. Love or hate? This is one of my favorite songs, really, um, by Bodie James. This was on his Tea in China tape some years back. All these all these songs that I really chose out for the people. Um, I chose like a bunch of old songs that I really enjoy. So you're gonna you're gonna hear a pretty much love throughout for me. Um, yeah, I'll just more or less I was just highlighting this song. Pinto by Bodie James. Uh, make sure you go check it out. I've already spoke plenty about Bodie James and his past projects like this. So yeah, Pinto, I I, I love that track. Okay, okay. Let me go into your First track here, Kaylee Uchis, I Wish You Roses. Well, that's her new shit. Yeah, that's her new joint. Um, you know, it was, you know, I, I listened to it uh one time only, and I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. You know, I don't really I feel like every time she drops some shit is always like a different type of vibe. And this shit is more like a little slow ballad type joint. Damn, I'm just looking at a picture of her right now. Goddamn. She she be mostly on that. Spanish music, um, yeah. Like this type, this style of music is really what she's been on, like for the past few couple years, really. Yeah, but it'd be different beats type shit. Like um, sometimes she lean a lot more into the Spanish music. Yeah, she released a whole project. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was her last one. The one before that was more like it was a little funky. It was a little like um, you know, a little bit more like modern R and B type shit, a little bit. Um, but yeah, this this right here, I, I thought it was a pretty good song. Um, I haven't played it again, so I, I don't know if I can say love on this one. Like, it was good. I liked it when I heard it, but it didn't have me like running back to go listen to it. I love her visuals, though. Yeah, her visuals are are, are always pretty dope. Um, so I guess she's dropping her third album, Red Moon and Venus, soon. So I'm looking forward to that. But in terms of this song, I'm gonna say hate. But maybe in the context of the album, it'll sound like a lot better. But it's gonna make sense. Yeah, hopefully so. Yeah, so that's what I want to say about that one. I'm, I'm gonna say, hey, which I but, think it will. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's let's get into "Thinking Out Loud" by Miguel. Love or hate? This was from his um, mini EP that he had, um, his latest project he put out. "Thinking Out Loud" again, a really really great track there. I'm waiting on uh, new Miguel. Really, that's why like I put this song on there so I could point out like where it has Miguel been. Um, he just dropped this little four piece off and then he just disappeared on the world again. I don't really see him on social media or on the blogs too much. It seemed like he just be in his own world, so I'm just hoping it's making music. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I love this track, and I'm I'm very much waiting on the, his new music. So shout out to Miguel. Yeah, shout out to him. Most of my favorite artists don't be on that social media type shit. Like they be kind of ducked off. So, you know, that makes sense for Miguel. So your next track we got here is, I'm gonna say ASAP Rocky, same problems. So yeah, ASAP Rocky just dropped some new shit. Uh, dropped a new little single. I think he had dropped maybe something else, like maybe last month or something like this. But this one was just kind of interesting to me because. You brought up Miguel. Miguel was on here. Um, who else did I hear on here? Lil Yachty. I heard Lil Yachty's voice on here. So this song was just a pleasant surprise, just listening to it without looking at the credits. And I just kept I kept hearing new things. I was like, wait, Thundercat is on the bass? And I was like, oh, shit, Miguel on there? Oh, shit, Lil Yachty. You know, in terms of the song, I think did it's... Did that seem random? Like all those people together? No, just Lil Yachty on that? Not really. Like, I feel like Lil Yachty really is respected. Like, we heard Lil Yachty on Drake's album. Lil Yachty is on this shit. Like, Lil Yachty is actually respected musically in 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 the uh, in the music streets. So I don't really think it's that random. You know, I don't think maybe he, maybe by the music streets, but I don't think by the audience or people who listen, the general public who listen to the music. From what I see about Yachty. It's very much negative. Like they're not really feeling his vulgar raps and things like that. Well, I've been hearing good things about that project that he just dropped. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but I've been hearing good things about it. So I definitely want to check that out. But yeah, I mean, you can I say heard it was random. trash. For real? Yeah. I mean, for people in the people in the industry, they've been saying, it. Uh, "Yeah, this is really good." But a lot of people have been saying that that shit not good. They say it's kind of R and B, R and B ish. Yeah, but I, I haven't heard it yet. So I think niggas just like to hate on Lil Yachty. So I think that might. You be think what so? It is. Like similar to Wale, not the same as Wale, but niggas just love to hate Wale, even though Wale does make good music. It's just not, every, not for everybody. Oh, it's called Let's Start Here. Yeah, Let's Start Here. Yep, yep. So have you heard anything so, off of it? By the way, I'm just wondering. Nah, I just I seen the trailer. The trailer looked super like super dope, super super professional. Like he was doing his little, he was in his acting bag. I just haven't heard the album yet. Like it just dropped yesterday, or no, it just dropped today. So um, yeah. no, nah, I haven't heard that shit yet. But I'm gonna check it out. But I'm gonna get to that Matt Demarco first before, and then yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check out the Yachty afterward though. Yeah, I, I know it's, it's supposed to be a different vibe for sure. Yeah, five easy hot dogs. That's the new Mac Demarco. Yep, that you just released pretty recently. And oh, so that's probably like five songs. Nah, it's like fourteen uh, song project. This one, he said he's trying to get back to his roots. Um, this Apple introduction actually pretty good. It mm-hmm. says, which is which is kind of different because normally it's not the little bios on the album. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It says, after COVID hit, Matt DeMarco began to feel as though making music had become just like any other job, something to be compartmentalized or kept separate from who he really is. You write a song, you record it, you release it, you tour, you start again. But my life, what I do on a day-to-day basis is as much as the art as the record coming out. So I want to make that happen again. I want to feel enveloped by the whole thing. I want to dispel the divide between my personal life and my public life from my art and just make it all one big glob. So I just went. And that's what the project is. 
get him getting back to those old sounds, which is what I really love from Matt DeMarco back in the day. Yeah, because I, I really, I, I was about to say his most recent, actually, you know, the album, like two before this, This Old Dog, he was real personal on that, talking about his father's passing and talking about just like, you know, his family situation and things of that nature. So I'm surprised that he was like, nah, like I can't, I got to separate that, the personal and the music, but I'm glad to hear he going to get back into some like real, like vulnerable type shit. Like that's the best shit. I think we could all agree. Like the best shit is like the vulnerable shit. I, I can't even front like I, I haven't really deep dive into a Matt DeMarco album since Salad Days. Yeah, it's one of his first projects. So and that that's my um, one of my favorite songs on there, Chamber of Reflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. But yeah, in terms of the song, though, I think I'm gonna say Love just because, like I said, I was just surprised just to you know just to hear all these people. Like I love like Thundercat, like one of my favorite artists of all time. So if I hear his bass. I automatically know it's him, you know, so I'd love to see that. Tyler, the creator, also was on, you know, production as well, um, like part of the production team. So, like, I, I just got to say love just because of the team they put together. But other than that, let me go ahead and get into your last one, which is actually still ASAP Rocky. So let's talk about ASAP Rocky, Angels, Love or Hate. One of my favorite songs from ASAP Rocky is Angels. Um... This might be my top one, really, that I always go back to. Just the way the the song immediately come off, like like kind of like a a phone dial, do do do, tent go like that. That shit is probably one of the hardest like drops in a beat for me. Like just hearing that do do do, and then boom, and then how he comes in on the beat. Um, yeah, I mean, I really love this record. This is from one of his first projects, like years back. Long live ASAP. Yeah. And he gonna, uh, he coming out with some more music, I know. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just mad he only dialed six numbers, though. That don't even make sense. Like, who the fuck was he trying to call? I think it was more or less just for, like, <laughs> that, that, uh, you're right. I think <laughs> like, it was more know. for the beat, though. Like, like, dude, like just, he probably was just playing and then mm-hmm. and maybe he didn't want the seventh number i don't know but anyway yeah so you said i don't even know who made that beat might uh, that's probably, i think that's before he, he started making beats himself i, I don't think asap rocky make beats to be honest i could have swear he was working on some shit but i don't know or at least produced or producing or something he do something so asap so that song angels was produced by amsterdam um, okay. I'm not exactly sure, sure who that is. I never heard of that person, but I mean, this is years ago too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, but so you gonna say love on that one? Yeah, this is probably my number one favorite ASAP Rocky track. Okay, okay. So yeah, the last track that we got here for you is Trippy Red, his latest album, Mansion Music. Yeah, like I said, if I'm not gonna do a single, I'm just gonna do the very first song off the project. Um, you know, off off of any new project that I hear. So this one was, uh, I want to say the album was called Mansion Music. So this one, I mean, it was good. The beat reminded me of another song that I like called uh, Off White by NGYO and uh, Lil Uzi. So like the beat was like very similar to that. So it kind of put me in that mode. But in terms of the lyrics, like, I mean, he wasn't really talking about, <laughs> he wasn't talking about shit to be honest, like, 
I, I might buy a yacht, feel like Jack Sparrow, posting in the field like a damn scarecrow. And my brother selling a white like some ashy elbows. Shorty, what's your name? Put you in Chanel ho. Actually, that's hard though. <laughs> Reading that shit back, I'm like, okay, that shit kind of hard. But um, yeah, I ain't gonna say love, but I did like it when I heard it. But I ain't gonna say love because like for an intro, I'm like, eh, like you know, it didn't catch me automatically, you know. But I don't. I did not hear this album. Um, to me, kind of like the same vein as Lil Yachty, Trippy Red. But I think Trippy Red is just more bigger artist than Lil Yachty. I think that's fair to say. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yachty ain't got to get mad at me about that, but I'm just saying. Like, I think I think Trippy Red's probably a bigger artist. I will say they're pretty equal, to be honest. I don't know. But I put them in the same vein of music. Um, I didn't hear it yet. But, I mean, I guess it's on my list of things to eventually get to, if I get to it, so... Yeah, all I know is the beats on there was hard as hell. So, I mean, but uh, yeah, so I guess with that being said, I think that was the last one. So we can go ahead and get into these highlights for the week. Do you have anything you want to highlight? Yeah, I just saw like this recent report about a TDE artist coming out with the album soon. Looks like Lance Skywalker's gearing up to release a project, which I thought was uh, pretty, pretty interesting. He hasn't released a project in a while. And he's always very experimental with his music and his beats. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm on the line when I listen to his music. I don't know if it's really if it's good or if it's bad. It's just like it's just weird. It's a weird sound. So I'm wondering how he grew with the music. If he perfected some a lane for himself, which is what I'm kind of hoping this album will show for him. I'll be pixelane. So, yeah, shout out to uh, Luke Skywalker, and I'm looking forward to hearing this new project. Lance Skywalker. You said oh, Lance. Lance Skywalker. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I ain't going to step on your highlight. So, shout out to that guy. Um, I, would, I do want to highlight a new artist that I found uh, named Josh Simmons. So, it's all one word. So he had this song that I just found. Like I found the music video to it on YouTube called Wood Grain. It's pretty good, you know. I think he, he was playing with his flows a little bit differently, and um, the beat, you know. I, I kind of want to talk about like Monte Booker or Monty. I don't know if it's Monte or Monty, but uh, Monty Booker. Like I feel like he, I feel like he's changing. He might be changing the sound of like what beats are gonna sound like for hip hop. Cause he, this beat is definitely like a Monte Booker type beat, <laughs> you know, with the like weird little clicks and uh, wisping like synth, whatever, you know. And SoundCloud age too. I mean, yeah, you could say that. You could say that. That's when I. That's when I found out about him. Yeah, like him and Smino. Yeah, like like um, that, what was that like 2016, 17? But yeah, so I, I feel like he might be changing the sound because it's definitely something he has his own sound. Nobody can, I mean, obviously you can recreate it because his beat sounds like his beat, but um, yeah, so shout out to Josh Simmons, Woodgrain, go check that joint out. If you got this far, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all the listeners and, um, you know, this has been the Friends Podcast and we out. Peace out. Peace.